Hi, I'm Angela Ward and welcome to my podcast, A Beautiful Thing. This is a behind-the-scenes episode on the previous dramatic recording. So if you haven't listened to the storytelling episode, then I would encourage you to catch up with the previous week before listening to our interview today. And now I'd like to tell you about my guest today. Liz Corcoran is a doctor and working in the charity sector. She is involved in renewal and formation in Southwark Archdiocese, and she is mum to Daniel and Rose. So hi, Liz. Welcome to A Beautiful Thing podcast. Hi, Angela. Thank you. Thank you. So, Liz, I'm just so grateful that you can join us here today. Um, Just want to kick off and start off straight away. Um, So what draws you to Martha and this version of the story? Um, you know, Angela, I love um, how you brought her to life because I think we can be guilty of just hearing Martha the same kind of every time we read it or every time we hear that reading at mass that we just kind of, we can let her pass us by and you kind of brought us into the room with her and um, just really kind of made us realize that this is a real person who um, lived in that moment of time, but she had a message for us that the apostles thankfully wrote down and allowed us to, to reveal. I mean, each of those stories that you've shared, I think I've felt like, Oh, Oh, that was me. Yep. Uh, yep. I've been that person. Oh yeah. You know, and I just, I love, um, I love what you're doing here. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support as well. And how does Martha speak to your personal journey? Do you know, Martha is, she's an interesting person. I think that, that being Martha phrase is like, it's a kind of a part of our Christian culture and actually, you know, even beyond, we can realize that Martha can, can be different for different phases of our lives. Um, Martha can be men too, all you boys and men out there listening, you know, it's equal opportunity. We can all be Martha at different moments in our life. And actually this idea that there's, there's this kind of tiredness that we can put upon ourselves by our busyness that Mm -hmm. actually, yeah, there's holy tiredness. There's where we're actually doing God's work and helping in um, various things. And we just, you know, flop down at the end of the day. And actually then there's this tiredness that we kind of burden ourselves with and the purpose it serves. Um, for me, I, you know, I've used being Martha at various moments in my life to run away from pain or suffering that I've been struggling with. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because Martha actually often, when we talk about the biblical character, she can often have a bit of a negative uh, yeah. um, reaction or um, perception of who she is, but she is also, as I pointed out in the commentary, the, the one of the female disciples mm. really who recognizes who Christ is. She recognizes who Jesus is as the Messiah. So yes, yes. she has this busyness, but she also has tremendous faith. So she's mm. definitely one not to be underestimated, I think. I love, yeah, and I love that reflection you shared because I feel like, you know, we we do. We think constantly, oh, here I am, I'm doing this again. But but to realize that that busyness that those of us who have tendency towards anxiety can get into, it actually, there's an astuteness in your vision, right? You can see what needs to be done and you, unfortunately, you become like, you participate in your own bondage, right? You just constantly are doing activities. Step back a little bit and actually realize that that astuteness to see what needs to happen, it doesn't mean you're being called to do all of those things. 
God's given you that vision for a reason. And, and yes, you can use that to his glory. Um, but you can also use it to your own downfall and you can, as I said, just like every morning, wake up and put on your own bondage by busying yourself. Is that what God wanted you to do when he allowed you to notice the need in those situations? Did he want you to name it and pass it to someone else to do? Hmm. Or, or did he want you to just busy yourself to the point at which, you know, you're miserable um, and you can't yeah, enjoy right. your life? Because the reality is we can't be all things to all people and it's recognizing what we're called to and what we're not called to really as yes. well. Um, so Liz, I just think that you've got such a varied and interesting career and you're just a very interesting <laughs> person as well. I've known you for a very long time. Um, so in your work as a health practitioner, functional medicine doctor, but also your background in psychiatry. Mm. Um, how does Martha speak to you and maybe even particularly the patients that you would have treated? Or do yeah, you yeah. So it's really interesting because I think a lot of us understand how suffering and difficulty can send us into depressive patterns and depressive cycles. We understand that kind of intuitively. And, and I think we have a lot of kind of empathy for people who go into that sort of depressive um, phases of their life and struggles with their mental health. But I think what we don't realize is actually that um, within us, we also they have, we can launch ourselves into a manic busyness as well to cope with suffering. And I myself kind of, you know, struggle with that. You know, when I've had difficulties with fertility, I've had miscarriages, I made myself so busy that I didn't think about what had happened. I just you know, constantly looked at my phone, you know, doing activities, um, volunteering for more and more and more things. And, and that is, those people are crying out for help just as much as your friend who is depressed and is being put on antidepressants and can't leave the house to actually try, I suppose, to see those people that they need someone to just sort of gently take them like Jesus did with Martha and just lay a hand on the shoulder and say, just sit with me for a minute. You know, yeah. you know, just sit down for a second. Let's talk. And, you know, what's going on? I noticed you're like at two times normal speed. Well, you know, what is there something that, you know, you're not wanting to think about, not wanting to talk about? Let me, you know, unload with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that um, high stress response, you know, how much it damages our body. High cortisol mm-hmm. has that impact on all of our body systems and that, um, until we stop and pay attention to that, it is, it's very difficult to move forward and heal. And that's what Jesus was trying to do. He was trying to sort of all the time, he's trying to heal us from those inner wounds, those, the damage that we carry with us in in the various myriad of ways that we run away from them. Yeah. And I think I'm just touching what you just said. I think it was another podcast I was listening to recently, which resonated with me. And I'm sure that you've heard it before as well that we live in this culture an age of distraction where we go to mm. tune out by looking at our phone or putting on the tv and, and actually not dealing with the things at hand and you know you taught me a lot about stress and how they, the h the body and the h h x a is that am i correct response AC, yeah ACTH, and, yeah um you know we can we can actually distract and avoid rather than deal and be healed Mm, exactly. And, you know, I think just being aware that, yeah, we can hide in the kitchen, we can hide in our ministries, we can hide in plain sight and also receive a lot of affirmation. 
mm-hmm. that we're we're being good Christians and that we're being good Catholics. But, you know, Christ alone can see straight through that. And, and he knows when we are doing his work and when we're actually um, running away from areas he's trying to heal us from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and actually it's thinking deeply a bit more about well, what are we running away from? What is this what is this behavior um, producing an advantage? Like what's it allowing us to um, sidestep from or not look at? Sure. And that's the bigger question. So on that, how do you think Jesus can free us from anxiety and busyness? Yeah. So I think um, it's about those moments, letting those moments happen where it can be difficult, first of all, I think, to break habits where we've used the habit of busyness for a long time. So I would say what um, works quite well with my patients is we break down the change. So we make it into smaller things. So don't try and do some January the first moment where, you know, you try to go into an hour of adoration when you've been doing nothing before, right? Start slow and and work into bite-sized changes, right? So five minutes in prayer, one minute in prayer, mm-hmm. one minute deep breathing and drawing Jesus into the center of that moment. Yeah, just break it really down into small bite-sized moments and allowing God to begin to help you see where he's trying to heal you, where he's trying to help you recover from whatever inner monologue is driving this busyness that's pushing that foot down on the accelerator um, for you. Because whatever it is, it it can be, like I said, an inner monologue from childhood. Um, It can be covering up some inner beliefs about unworthiness. Like unless I do all these things, I'm not, I don't belong here. I'm not allowed to be here. Um, Unless Christ can draw our attention towards that and speak his truth to it, you, you know, you're going to be locked in that cycle of busyness. And also don't be ashamed about asking for help, right? He sends us people, he sends us helpers to assist us in this process as well. There's no shame in it. It's not unchristian to see a therapist um, or to seek spiritual direction to help you to, to do this process. Yeah, and in fact, that's a, a deeper way of healing. Sometimes Christ does send us people to walk yes. alongside us that can give us extra insight that perhaps we may not have at that moment within ourselves. So, yeah. yeah. So why do you think um, Martha is such an important woman of the gospel? I mean, you've said a lot, but why else could you, or could you elaborate further on her being such a well-known person in the gospel as well? Yeah, because I, I, I just think the, the kind of, symbol of being Martha is so powerful, right? And I think it's because it has resonated with with so many people over those thousands of years, because we all have a tendency to fly into that um, busyness, to run away from suffering, to run away from difficulty. We'll never truly understand why from Martha she did that. We don't know like what house they grew up in. Were, were, were they being constantly told, unless you um, do these things, Martha, you, you're really disappointing the family and not let, you know, only we're left to that emptiness in the story at, to allow us through your, you know, great podcast and other meditative methods to really think about what well, for me, why am I drawn to Martha behavior? And Christ can help you to understand that a little bit different, can help you to maybe reflect on, you know, for me, maybe I felt 
I had to be busy all the time, or I wasn't a good girl. I wasn't doing what was expected of me. And until I realized that actually my worth comes from Christ, not from my doing, I can't be, I can't, um, say no to those behaviors. I find it very difficult to, to come away from that pattern of behavior. I think that, um, through thinking about and identifying with these stories in the, in the gospels that, that they were, um, you know, given the inspiration to share out of all of the things those disciples saw, they shared very deliberately because of Christ's inspiration. So draw on each of those characters as a way to unlock your own um, understanding of yourself, because at different times and different stages, we're going to identify with different people. And, you know, from Judas right through to Peter, we, we are all of them at different moments in our own lives and yeah. let Christ use them. And yes, you're right, really, because all of the characters, men and women in the scriptures, they teach us and tell us something different about ourselves and we can learn from them because they were real people and humanity hasn't changed. Uh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Liz, is there anything else that you would like to share on the episode? Just that if you're listening to this and you're feeling, you know, maybe you've had a bit of a eye-opening moment that that your busyness that you you're so praised for and that so many people depend on you to do these things and to that it may have been um, proving a way for you to run away from some deeper suffering be be reassured that you are loved in this moment by me and Angela and all the people who are listening to this podcast that we've all been in your shoes and that there is rest in Christ there is a place for you to lay down your burdens and you may not be able to see a way through it today but Christ is going to put one foot little, little stool in front of you one sort of stone in front of you one after another to help you walk out of this pattern of behavior that you've been in that you haven't realized you've been in and that just continue to ask for his grace to help you make different decisions every day. Mm. And before you know it, you'll look back and you won't be able to believe um, the changes that you've seen in your own life, but just call on him and ask for that first stone to be put in front of you so that you can make that step away from that behavior pattern. Thank you, Liz. And I was just thinking that sometimes even, as church that we even as christians we yeah um don't always recognize that i was i think uh i'd seen an advertisement for an apron um, <laughs> and it said someone's got to be martha and it's reinforcing yeah. that belief i suppose that yeah being busy is is good and you know okay sometimes it's necessary but actually um we even in our culture and christian culture yeah then, hold up this you know got to be in the kitchen got to do things but actually sometimes the lord does want us to do nothing and come yeah. back to the one thing that's being important not the worrying the fretting being with him and being still and surrendering yeah and that that it is a lie that if you think if i don't do this no one else will do it well that that's a lie mm -hmm. actually but if you're doing it maybe you're stopping someone else from stepping up into that role that they they're feeling called to but they see you doing it to such a high standard every single day. Mm -hmm. You realize actually we can interfere with God's plan by being Martha too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Well, thank you very much, Liz. You've given thank us you. lots to think about. I mean, I need to think about these things more and Same. more of the rest. It's a challenge, <laughs> isn't it? Um, it is. To really surrender everything and just focusing on the Lord. Um, so thank you for being with us today and um, for being a, a great guest on my podcast. Thank you, Angela, and God bless your work. Thank you. So now I would like to share some behind the scenes about my artistic process in the writing of Martha. For me, Martha is definitely a character that I can relate to, so in a sense she was quite easy to write about and narrate. Martha is often a character in scripture that I will reflect on in my personal prayer as I can hear the Lord reminding me that worrying and fretting is not necessary. I really saw Martha as someone trying to do the right thing, being busy serving, but the Lord gently reminding her that only one thing is necessary, just to be still and to sit with Jesus. I really believe that it's so grounding when we can just stop and listen to Jesus and just surrender everything to him. I especially like to do this in adoration and having women like Martha in the scriptures is encouraging because she is not perfect, but teaches us that it is possible to grow and change with his grace. And so finally, I pray that this is something that will encourage you this week. Thank you for listening. I would love you to do all the usual things, share the episode with a friend, subscribe, and review on your usual podcast platform so that more people can know about it. Follow me on Instagram at A Beautiful Thing and on Facebook at A Beautiful Thing Podcast. Please pray for my work and I would be delighted if you are able to make any donations on Patreon. The links for all of these things are in the show notes. I'm looking forward to you joining me next week where you will hear another dramatic episode of a woman in the gospel. Until then, may the Lord bless you and lead you more towards the beautiful thing that God wants to do in your life.